great question. The idea of money and problem solving. Mm. All right, dive into this. When I was, so when I was in school and, and even growing up, so just my, my entire paradigm was surrounding this idea that money was something that was traded dollars for hours and that it was contingent. So here's the big question. Have you ever been so financially frustrated from years of poor financial decisions only to wonder why didn't they teach me in school anything about how to manage money? I've spent the last 20 years learning the secrets to how money really works and how to use it to get financially free on a goal to retire early. I've realized how much of an impact we could have on the world by teaching financial literacy, entrepreneurship, and a successful mindset. Join me as I interview some of the world's most successful business owners, coaches, and parents to get them to share their secrets on how you can not only learn, but teach these lessons to your kids to become financially free and impact your children's financial trajectory so they can avoid the frustration and go on to do great things. I'm Cody Laughlin, and this is the Money Talkers Podcast. Welcome to the High Impact Series on the Money Talkers Podcast with your host, Cody Laughlin. I have another Cody Jefferson here with me. Uh, we just got done yeah. with an amazing interview. Uh, please go check out the full-length interview, but this is the High Impact Series where we're going to dive into one subject. We're going to ask him one question, and then we're going to uh, find something actionable for you to be able to take your earbuds out, take your headphones off, go in the other room and have a money talk with your kid. If you did this once, once a week for 20 to 30 minutes for 52 weeks of a year, you're going to open up a relationship where you guys will be able to not only know more now, but in the future that you're going to have that relationship open for you so that they come to you as they grow older and get some of life's challenges. So Cody, are you ready? I'm ready. Excellent, man. So here's the question. What is the one thing that you could teach about that our schools don't that has had a major impact on your life? That's a great question. The idea of money and problem solving. Hmm. All right, dive into this. When I was, so when I was in school and, and even growing up, so just my, my entire paradigm was surrounding this idea that money was something that was traded dollars for hours and that it was contingent on your level of education, that it was contingent on the grades that you made, the classes that you took. And for me, that money was never something meant for someone like me. I was raised in a single bedroom trailer, right? Was, and uh, that, that I had a single, had a single dad who was just did the best that he could. Worked him, worked so hard. Continues to like just the hardest working guy I've I've ever met in my life. But this idea that money was hard, that money was always scarce, that money was something that we like we just never had enough of. That those. People people had money that we never did. And that was just backed up by school, right? That, that money was the result of working really hard, getting a top level college education, 
going into very specific categories of industry or medical. There was never any talk of entrepreneurship. There was never any talk of financial literacy. There was never any talk of how to even balance a checkbook, open an IRA, how to how to become financially independent, no idea of what a credit score was, of why mortgage versus renting is important, how diversifying income might be a useful conversation to have. None of this was talked about. So the idea of money, because it's just an idea, like the idea of money has been radically transformational to me. And for the students that I've walked alongside, both uh, in youth ministry for 10 years and now in watching those students find financial prosperity in their own endeavors. I could tell you countless stories of students that I've walked alongside when I was in youth ministry who now six, seven years later are business owners. I've got one student who is on his third business generating seven figures and he's 24 years old. He started when he was 19. Why? Because we had a conversation, like this is just insane. We had a conversation when he was 17. He had this idea of starting an apparel company and everybody laughed at him. And I said, you can do this. He said, I don't know how. And I said, well, I have a, I have a best friend who owns a t-shirt printing company. I want you to go talk to him. Right? And so then we just started talking about how money works and the idea of, of transactional, you know, um, exchange for a good and a service or an offer giving that kind of freedom to kids to understand that they're in control of money that money doesn't control them that money shouldn't ever be the driving force because money's just an idea and I know I'm all over the place right now because no, I can, I'm, I'm I can zone in over <laughs> any one of these topics for the next 30 minutes that's what I would teach would be the idea of money and it's the false narrative of scarcity and the false idea that money is contingent on a set of parameters set by an antiquated school system. Yeah, you're, uh, you're going to get me fired up now. So, <laughs> but I don't know uh, if that's a, an answer that you've had before. No, but it's, it, this is, it is though, because it's a driving factor in force. And so one of the, my main goals with money talkers is that, um, I like to joke that I like to put Dave Ramsey out of business, right? Because I had to become a Dave Ramsey student so that I could yeah. learn all this stuff. And so I was just irate that we didn't teach these things in school when I started learning them. Because I'm like, these are so small concepts. Like yeah. everybody in this class that I'm in with all these people, you know. And uh, I'm like, what if we were never in this hole? Right? Like what right. if you never got in the trap? Right. What if you were 16 and you took a class and someone explained to you compounding interest? And you got to put 50 bucks a month away and you could be a millionaire. Like, so what, as, what, a youth faster, there, right? as a youth pastor, <laughs> one of, I, I, I could literally tell you countless students who, uh, we would do videos at graduation. Right. And so they would say, and it was really sweet that they would have to say like, what are some of the most impactful things that Cody ever taught you? Right. It was really sweet. It was, it was, it was tearjerker all the time, but it's funny more than not, they would say, it wasn't like, well, he just taught me how bad sex was or anything that, you know, would be typical. It's, 
if there's one thing he taught me and there's one thing that he ingrained in me, it's that I am in control of my finances because God gave me the faculty to be abundant and to open an IRA when I turn 18 and to put $50 a month into it. I don't know why, but apparently I'll be a millionaire when I retire. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Oh, Isn't man. that funny? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, uh, that's the, th man, they, they just don't, get into the trap like imagine what they can go out and do in the world and it's so awesome to hear you say that that the the students you had at 16 and 17 were given these chances and now they're you know they're, they're being wildly successful because they don't have they haven't given themselves the excuses right which is and this is part of the reason i stepped out of ministry was uh one there was there was and we talked about this in our full-length episode there was so much that was going on in my life and so much trauma but then also, I had already been feeling this pull because there was, there was so much more in the sense of the call on my life to equip that didn't fit within the framework of that institution, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, and that's um. So I need to tie this up so that we can have a takeaway for this. So um, I think the conversation is what do you think you could do in your life if you didn't have financial, I guess maybe shackles or financial problems, or if you had financial abundance, what would you do with your life, right? If you're a parent, and this is an open-ended question you can ask to a kid, which is one of the things we covered kind of talking about, right? Yeah. Um, what would you go do? And now you can find a why for the kids, right? Mm -hmm. And now you can find out, okay, well, let's talk about the pathway let's talk about these things, right? Because if you don't have the debt and you don't have the bad credit score and you don't, uh, you know, run up the credit cards they give you at the football games and you don't, you know, uh, hop into all these things and realize that 40 hours, $10 an hour is not to chase to get to 1050 or to 11. Like you right. got to build skill sets that build value and build yourself. Yeah. So if you want to get to where the why is, if you ask them whether they, you know, what would they do if they had all the money in the world? Yeah. Right. And then you have a way to talk to the, break that door down to say, Hey, look, okay, let's talk about how we tie you into this thing. I mean, it's, it's on my knuckles, man. R W Y S. Remember why you started. <laughs> it's tattooed on my knuckles. <laughs> it's the, the conversation that we have, you know, when, in, in 2017, when the rug was swept out from under me and I had, I was left with nothing. What I did have was just shy of $400,000 worth of debt mm. that I had, that I had accumulated. And now living in, and this isn't a subtle flex or anything else. It's just the way that things really are living in a, we live in a 5,000 square foot house and our dream home debt free. And listener, that's three years. Is it possible? Well, I'm living proof that it's possible. My clients are living proof that it's possible. And I got to show my kids, not just tell them, not just read it out of a book, not just put on a Dave Ramsey DVD and show, like, this is what the idea is, but to actually show them. I get to show them what it is to live out the call on your life because I do it every single day and you can too. And if you say, no, I can't, that's not me. That's a story you're telling yourself. Just like the story you're telling yourself about money and about debt and about your lot in life and about why you have or don't have what you have. 
my takeaway for you, because we, we want to put some action to this, would be before you ever sit down with your child, you define what your money story is. Can I have three minutes to share mine? Yeah. Two minutes? Yeah. Perfect. When I was growing up, my dad made around $40,000 a year. I know that because he talked about it. Now, I didn't understand retirement or benefits or the things that he had on top of that. I only knew $40,000. And I knew that we grew up, you know, we all slept in the same bed and, and we didn't have really anything growing up, but we had each other and we had enough. And my dad always provided for us. And so I thought to myself, if I could just make $40,000, I would be, I wouldn't need anything. And so I reached my professional career in my early 20s and I start making $25,000 a year, then $30,000 a year. And I'm thinking, wow, like I am wildly successful. Like this is absolutely amazing. And then I got to the point where I was moving up in tenure and uh, I reached $40,000 a year and I, I, I had a panic attack. And the reason being is because I knew that growing up there, that that's what my dad made. And I recognized that doing what I did, I wasn't working as hard as my dad worked. My dad worked from six in the morning until 10 at night, seven days a week. And I recognized I'm not working as hard as he is. I don't deserve this. And so I refused any income increase from that point forward because that was my story. I cannot outwork my dad. I don't deserve this. People like me don't deserve to make more money. I'm not struggling enough. And what I had to recognize was that was a story I was telling myself. It's not that it was true. It's that it's, it was my reality. It was my paradigm. Mm. And salary or Hourly propositions of our, you know, for, for dollars was the only framework that I knew for compensation. I didn't understand the idea of money or of solving problems and getting compensated for the pain you solve or the solution that you bring to the table. But then I recognized that my skill sets were as such and the ways that I had walked alongside people and helped them get out of their own way had generated multi-million dollar businesses, helping businesses generate seven figures and add seven figures, the top and bottom line of their organizations, helping people overcome addictions, restore their marriages, uh, lose weight, get in better shape, get deeply connected to their why and to live it out. And I recognized if I can help somebody create a six-figure business, if I can help somebody save their marriage, if I can help someone get off diabetic medication, if I can help someone show up powerfully as a parent, I think that's worth more than $10 an hour. And things started to shift. And I started to focus on solving large problems in people's lives, helping them solve problems, problems that were worth a lot of transactional value to them. Right? We have people who value time more than money, and we have people who value money more than time. The people who value money more than time are the people who will want five hours of your time only to take no action and they want it for free. There are those other people though, people like myself, who will depart with any amount of money because it's just an idea in the first place to help me solve a problem faster because I know that in solving the problem faster, I'll make more money on the back end anyways. So those are the people I started to talk to. And 40,000 turned into 40,000 a quarter, which was mind-boggling and then I had a 40k month and then I had a 40k week and then I had a 40k day 
And then I made 40K in an hour. And it all became an idea. And it all became a game. And it all became a way of stepping out of the matrix and into the reality that I controlled my destiny when it comes to money. And if you believe, Cody, that's not me. That's not like you're special. I'm not special. I come from a small town in rural Oklahoma. I was written off. I lost everything. I started over with more debt than you probably have now. But I, I had the gumption to ask myself, is the story I'm telling myself real? Is it useful? Could it change? Could it shift? What would that look like? And then the very practical, tactical of who do I need beside me for that to happen? Who, need, who do I need inside my head to help me understand that this is a reality? And what's going to need to die inside of me to become the man that I said that I would be? And that is, for the past three and a half years, the question I ask myself every single morning. So listener, what needs to die in you to become the version of you that you know that you can be so that you can sit down and have the conversations with your children to prepare them to create a life of abundance. I live it. My kids see it. I've got seven, I've got a seven-year-old who is building out sales funnels and starting a business to solve problems for kids her age. Why? Because she's seen me do it. She understands it's possible. Your kids are looking for three answers to questions. Three, three, three. I've been walking alongside kids and teenagers for 20 years. Three questions. Is it possible? You have no idea the amount of times that you are shutting down the possibility of your child by your own fear and story you're telling yourself. Is it possible? Do I have permission? If I decide that I'm going to go this way and it's going to be against what society says, it's going to be against what the government says because I don't want to go get a college education because I just want to start a business because, because I know that I can make it work and I understand money because you've done a good job teaching me about money. Do I have permission to do this? Will you go with me? Because up to this point, you've gone with me. So will you go with me again? I find that as a coach and as a mentor, as a consultant, I'm answering the same three questions for adults that never got answered to them as kids. Mm. The takeaway, be the solution to those three questions, those open-ended questions that your kids, as they evolve, are always going to be asking. Man, I love that. That's a hard thing to step up, right? Because yeah. you have to have that release for you to get out, get it in their way. And how many times has our fear and our own inadequacy, our own insecurity, how many times has it gotten in the way of the dreams of our children? How many times have we said them no, not by our words, right? We whisper words, but by our actions, they will follow us. And if my dad's always afraid of money, if my dad's always stressed, if my dad's always drinking at the end of the night and he's never talking to us because all he talks about is money and all he talks about is how we never have enough and nothing's ever going to change. And, 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 and what, what do we expect from them? Man, 
Cody, I want to say thank you, man. That was, uh, that was awesome. I'm glad you gave me that money story. I maybe give your money story. That's important. Um, listen, people want to connect with you. Uh, where do they find you? So you can find me at CodyJefferson.com, but you can also just find me on social media. You can yeah. find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever you, uh, wherever you do your shopping. <laughs> and uh, just shoot me a message, right? We're all telling a story. I told you a bit of mine. I'd love to hear some of yours. So shoot me a message. Let me know that this is how we connected. And I'd love to create a conversation with you. And that's awesome. Do it. Listen, um, he's got powerful, um, powerful stuff out there uh, for you to watch, for you to consume and, uh, and get involved with. So uh, I want to say thanks again, parents. Thank you. Take the headphones off. Take the earbuds out. Uh, take the step. You know what I mean? Just you got to take action. That's the one thing that people always ask. What's the difference between people who are successful and not is one thing. It's just taking action. And so, so don't give yourself the excuse. You have more time on your hands right now, probably than you know what to do with anyway. So go use some positive things and go make that connection to your kids want it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker